Happy Monday, football fans. You have found the Behind the Lines podcast presented by BetMGM. My name is Steven Andrus, joined each and every week on this show by Christian Cipollini, sports trader at BetMGM. And in this episode, we are going to give you the updated odds for the Super Bowl. And it is a fun storyline at this point. Now that we are down to the final four, we're going to look at back at the week that was betting in the divisional round, the public wins, the public losses. Look ahead to those AFC and NFC championship game opening odds over at BetMGM. And we will be sure to somehow maintain our friendship, Christian, even though that my 49ers and your Philadelphia Eagles are meeting in the NFC championship here, my friend. That is right. That is right. We got what we hoped for. Absolutely. So take the, let's start with the Super Bowl odds. We usually save this for the end, but uh, it's compelling at this point with the, the Buffalo Bills, who were short favorites for much of the season getting knocked out now. And then you throw in Patrick Mahomes high ankle sprain. And I'm listen, I, I don't have we're always a a product of the moment. It's hard to remember back historically, and I'm going to be excited to look into this. But Eagles plus 260 Chiefs plus 260 Bengals plus 270 Niners plus 300. I can't remember a time where there's really been no big favorite or even big long shots when we get to the final four here. It's really up for grabs at this point. Yeah, I mean, we got, we've gotten super lucky this season that these four teams were for the best almost the entire season and showing here. Patrick Mahomes' injury, of course, is is the big one here. I know we've already been taking um, some Bengals money just off the back of that. That's really the only big question mark. And from there, all four teams, without a doubt, have a chance to win. You can see all four of these teams winning easily. Is it accurate to say that high ankle sprain for Mahomes is really the reason why they are not in a tier by themselves at the top of the futures board at this point? Yeah, they right now it's like every team is like together. They would be slightly ahead. Um, it, it shows by the line um, as we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, the Chiefs are small favorites right now, and they'd obviously be a couple a point or two more favorites if if we knew for sure he's 100 percent good to go. So what is the book rooting for at this point? I'm sure the Bills losing was a good result for you guys with all the money you've taken ever since this market opened at, at last offseason. So at this point, with these four teams left, where is the liability? What are you guys rooting for? Yeah, so one of the first episodes, we actually talked about how the Bills had uh, double the next closest team in money, and that actually stayed true uh almost the entire season so the bills losing was was the one thing the book was really hoping for um got it a little bit earlier than we'd like so um now at this point we're actually looking okay on most the Bengals uh, are an issue for the book uh the eagles to win the afc or the nfc is is still a problem for the book so i think we'd want a chiefs 49ers super bowl at this point but we're we're probably not too bad on either one because we do have a lot of home states uh in play here with uh Pennsylvania, uh, Kansas and Ohio new launch. So, so we're kind of looking good, uh, either way at this point, that Bengals liability that's formed, is that a, a kind of a, a late breaking development here and how much of it was because Ohio launched legal sports betting on January the 1st. Yeah. A lot of that actually did stem from, from the Ohio launch. And then there was a lot of, um, what a lot of people were doing yesterday as, as we saw a bunch was if you Instead of taking it on the money line, we saw a lot of people uh, just betting the futures market for the team they like uh, in that Bills-Bengals game. So the Bengals were still 10-1 to 1 going into that game, and we did see a decent amount of uh, futures action on there too. So, so a lot of that came in play, but certainly a lot of the Ohio market. 
Man, the fact that we have four of the best six teams that we thought were the the best top six all season long at this point is going to make for an awesome championship weekend. I think it shows in the lines. They're tight. We'll talk about those in a moment. But let's first look back at the divisional round games, Christian, and take us through these here. Which ones were public wins and which ones were public losses since we only had four of them? We had two and two, uh, two, two public wins, two public <laughs> losses, actually. So um, I'll start with the uh, the ones for the book. Uh, it was the Eagles and the Cowboys or, or the Eagles and the 49ers uh, were both good outcomes for the book. Uh, we had a ton of Giants action. Hmm. Um, so the Eagles blowing them out was was a good outcome. And then yesterday, uh, people were all over the Cowboys. Um, I was kind of shocked by the amount that came in. And it was uh, that was by far our biggest winner uh, of the weekend. And then on the flip side, we were taking a ton of Bengals money at that plus six. A uh, really interesting line for how it ended up shaking up. Uh, a lot of people were talking of it being you know, some sort of a trap line, things like that. But uh, we were still taking a lot of Bengals money. So that one ended up a loser for us. And then uh, Chiefs Jaguars also that back to recover uh, wasn't wasn't ideal for us. We actually ended up taking a couple big bets towards the end on the Jags and uh the action was still coming in at that that high number. We, I think we talked about that a bit uh, throughout the season. The, the Chiefs being a double-digit favorite hadn't really worked out for the, what, that well for them most of the season. Yeah, for sure. Were you taking Bengals money throughout the week, or was it really late when, when that six popped? We were still taking it throughout the week. I, a lot of that for us was this new Ohio market, but, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it was – around minus four, four and a half for a decent chunk of the week. And we were still taking Bengals money, but the sharp people were still telling us taking, taking the Bengals. So the line kept shifting the other way. All right, let's look forward now to the conference championship game weekend, Christian. And we will begin with the early game, which is the NFC championship at three o'clock Eastern time. The San Francisco 49ers on the road at the Philadelphia Eagles. Take us through the opening odds here over at BetMGM. So, yeah, things have changed recently. We did talk about uh, we were looking ahead to this possible matchup and it was uh, looking like it was going to be closer to uh, a pick them, but some recency bias in here. We did open up at Eagles minus one and a half, uh, but we're up to Eagles minus three now. A wow. uh, little juice to the 49ers, uh, the 49ers minus 115 on that plus three. Um, totals 45 and a half, but yeah, we are getting a little bit of movements going towards the Eagles. Recency bias, I think, is the exact proper term here, Christian, you hit the nail on the head with what they showed against the giants and then what the 49ers showed against the Cowboys. I'm, I'm a bit surprised that the Eagles are getting steamed this hard all the way to the key number of three. We'll see if there's some buyback here as the week goes on, on the 49ers. But um, I think all of us in the betting community were pretty clear on the, in the fact that the Eagles were not playing one of the three best teams this week. They had, the third easiest schedule by opponent win totals this year. They had the best possible path to get to this point, the easiest possible path to get to this point, really, and getting to face the six seed Giants who just don't have a roster as good as the top teams in the conference here. So um, you guys have had the 49ers ever since Brock Purdy showed that he's competent in this offense. You guys have had the 49ers rated higher than the Eagles on a theoretical neutral field, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was up until even up until before the game yesterday, uh, the 49ers were still, uh, you know, trending towards being closer to the favorite, you know, going into the Eagles game, uh, the 49ers were still the favorites when the NFC. Um, but yeah, that, that flipped off this, these last two games there where, um, 
you know, I guess the 49ers and Purdy didn't, you know, they weren't world beating, I, you know, not necessarily bad, but didn't look world beating. We're on the flip side, the Eagles, you know, you know, just crushed the giants out there. Yeah. So a lot of that definitely has to do with that. I, I wouldn't think, you know, my guess is I wouldn't think it goes much past where we're at now on the Eagles plus three. It probably comes back a little, it's probably going to flip back and forth between two and a half, three. Most of the week would be my guess. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there on that. If I had to take a guess now on what the closing line is going to be here, I'd probably say two and a half. Um, but and, and admittedly, I am looking very hard at this three Christian on the 49ers and I'm pumping the brakes a little bit because I don't want my my fandom bias to creep in here and just rush to the window and make this bet. Because one of the, the compelling stats I've already found for this game this week is that the Eagles rushing offense when Jalen Hurts is on the field has been out of this world first in rush EPA and the gap to second place in rush EPA is the same as the gap from second to 18th and the Eagles are also first in rush success rate and the gap between first and second in that metric is the same as the gap between second and 14th that's how good the Eagles rushing offense and how dominant their offensive line has been the 49ers are number two in the league, stopping the run in both of those metrics. But I mean, that is compelling stuff from the Eagles offense and that that offensive line. So I'm, I'm pumping the brakes a little bit here. I'm not rushing to the window. I'm going to have to make a decision here quickly. I think if, if I'm going to want this three on the 49ers, I'm already pretty in deep on 49ers futures already. So I might just let those ride. But, um, you know, if, if I make an early week bet on this game, you can find it in our discord channel. You can hit the discord button in the top right hand corner of the lines.com homepage. You're listening to the lines.com podcast network. Looking for the latest player props and the best betting odds from the top U.S. sports books all in one place? Then join us right here every day this season for free picks and best bets from the sports betting experts you can trust. Check out the lines.com NFL Megapod as Matt Brown, Steven Andrus, and Adam Candy break down every game for this weekend's football slate. Join the Coast to Coast podcast crew Mondays through Fridays as Nate Weitzer and Josh Lander bring you the best player props and game lines for Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NFL. And tune in to Beat the Closing Line twice a week as Nicole Russo, Mo Nawara, and Eli Hershkovich dive into NFL opening lines, plus special guests from the sports betting world. So subscribe, rate, and review to the Lines Podcast Network, the source you can trust to make you a better sports better. AFC Championship game now, Christian. 6.30 p.m. Eastern time kickoff. Cincinnati going to Kansas City. No neutral field game now. Cincinnati barking to everybody in the league office to send those refunds for the Atlanta game. What are we looking at here in terms of opening lines for this one? So we've been flipping back and forth a little this morning. Obviously, the Mahomes injury uh, is in play here. It looks like he's, you know, it, he's going to play. But, you know, how bad is the injury is, is something we'll look at towards the week. But right now we're at a pick em. Um hmm. We did open at Chiefs minus one, one and a half. But but we're back to a pick em now. So this one will definitely be interesting to watch for. And the total is 47 and a half. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if this kind of bounces around those numbers that are under three, right? Like that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're not really significant numbers. They're basically money line bets at this point. That when you're yeah. when you're living under three here, that happens a lot, right? Yeah, exactly. So I, I would imagine this week this one is is gonna just kind of bounce ping pong back and forth. You know, the, the Bengals might go to the favorites for a bit to come back to the Chiefs. Uh, a lot of it will stem on on news that we get throughout the week of you know how well. Patrick Mahomes is looking in practice and where he's trending on 
on playing and then you know how much that ankle is going to affect him our injury expert will carroll will be on the website this week with a column with his breakdown of how effective he thinks patrick mahomes can be playing a week after a high ankle sprain i'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's not going to paint a real positive picture about that, given what we've seen with other high ankle sprains throughout the league being multiple week injuries that have benched guys. So we'll see. Right. Sure and even, he, yeah, go ahead, Christian. Even though he did play like a lot of that is the next day. Mm-hmm. Suddenly that changes significantly. You're kind of able to play on it as the game's going. They can tape it up and and uh, give you some treatment for it. But uh, yeah, it's usually the, the leading weeks after that is where it gets tough. He's definitely going to be hurting, it appears. I want to ask you a little bit about you know what this line means right now because week 13, these two teams played in Cincinnati, and I believe the closing line was Kansas City minus 2.5. So neutral field, let's say 3.5, 4 for Kansas City over Cincinnati obviously the Bengals have shown that they are one of the best teams in the league at this point so you're going to get a natural upgrade in power ranking there power rating there I should say um so maybe three two and a half on a neutral here um if we're going with current ratings on the Bengals so now we have to figure out how much to downgrade the worth of Patrick Mahomes, right? And most quarterbacks among the top tier are worth at least six points to the line. I'm going to assume Patrick Mahomes is worth more than that if he doesn't play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it was Chad Henney, this Bengals would be a, uh, at least three point favorites at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you deal with that now with this situation where the assumption is clearly that he's going to play, but nobody knows how how effective he's going to be? You guys are basically taking money here, and it seems like the number's kind of living in that middle zone of it's not going to be 100% Patrick Mahomes, but he's still going to play. Yeah, at this I, we'll we'll keep the limits, you know, somewhat low, but it is a you know champion AFC championship game, so uh, it's not going to be too too low. But if you do, you know, if you do think at this point that's going to hurt Mahomes, you know, you got a great number on the Bills, and and if you do think that Mahomes is going to play great you're getting a couple extra points your way too, because, mm-hmm. uh, because you know, if he was fully a hundred percent, they're probably closer to two and a half, three, uh, in this game. I would and imagine... a lot of these changes too, was this, mm-hmm. uh, the Bengals offensive line. That was the big question mark going into the bills game. That's why they ended up being six point dogs as they close. But, uh, la- you know, last year, their offensive line wasn't very good. And they showed yesterday that it didn't really matter. Joe throws the ball pretty quick. Yeah, there um, there was a three on the board at one of your competitors on Sunday night for all of about three minutes. <laughs> it did not. It was a bad line. Yeah, it was wrong. Bengals backers ate it up immediately with the Patrick Mahomes situation. So, um, yeah, I think I think this is probably not. I don't know what to expect here because if, if Mahomes practices, then this probably moves a little bit more towards the Chiefs. But if he yes. doesn't practice, we're probably seeing Bengals as a small favorite here. Yeah. And we're going to be bouncing around all week. We're we're in no man's land here. Yep, that's exactly right. That's that's how this will go from the week. Uh we'll get little like nuggets of how his practice is going, and then you'll see the line start shifting one way or another. All right. So if you're interested in betting this game and you already have a side in mind that you want, that's what you need to keep in mind and pay attention for. So um that's how you're going to probably be able to get the best of the line. You got to know what's coming here and how it's going to work. So play that back. If you want on YouTube, figure out your strategy, or if you're listening to us on the podcast feed and figure out when the best time is to, to time that bet in on, if you're going to bet the Bengals or the Kansas city chiefs. 
All right, Christian, gentlemen's bet here between your Eagles and my 49ers. Loser has to wear the other team's hat on our Super Bowl pod. Let's do it. All right, I'm in, man. Should be fun. <laughs> Gonna be a good one for I'm, sure. Should be for sure. I'm feeling good though. I think you're gonna be wearing the Eagles hat. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm a little nervous, man. I was nervous <laughs> about the Cowboys. They didn't look clean, and these metrics from the Eagles with Jalen Hurts on the field are eye popping to me. So, I am quite nervous about this. Final thoughts here for you, just going into this weekend. I mean, this is to me really compelling football with how closely matched all four of these teams are at this point. Yeah, it sh- should be an awesome weekend. I think in this Eagles 49ers party is obviously going to be the X factor. I think if he plays kind of like he did yesterday that we might be seeing an Eagles win, but if he plays like he did the previous few weeks, you know, it'll definitely be an interesting close game. I think no matter what it's going to end up being a close game. These are probably the two most complete teams, the Eagles and 49ers. Yeah. Um, And then on the flip side, I mean, we get Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes again, which was, you know, one of the best games of all time last year. So it should be a great weekend. Cannot wait. The last observation I'll have is that we were in the final four teams in the NFL Three of them have low-priced quarterbacks that have allowed their rosters to build up everywhere else with that small cap hit on their quarterback. And the other one has the best quarterback of this generation so far. So you want to build a roster to get to this point? Do it in your quarterback's rookie contract window. That's my lasting impression at this point. For Christian Cipollini, I'm Steven Andrus. Thanks for watching. Best of luck with your bets this week for the AFC and NFC Championship Games. 